Welcome to the Data Guru Podcast. We're your hosts, Scarlett Burks and Laurel Wilhelm Volpe. We will trade off hosting duties this year to bring you a wide range of data experts discussing audience strategy, emerging trends, and practical ways to boost campaign performance. Hi, everyone. I'm Laurel Wilhelm Volpe. It seems you can't have a conversation these days about advertising or marketing technology without hearing the term customer data platform or CDP and how they help brands act on customer data and personalize digital campaigns. I'm delighted to have two of the most knowledgeable ladies I know joining the podcast today to help us break it all down. The first, as always, is Axiom's own data guru, Linda Harrison. Also joining us is Gloria Ward, Axiom's Senior Director of Identity Strategic Services and one of the very first people I call when I have a question about identity. Welcome to you both. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Laurel. So at Axiom, Gloria is synonymous with all things identity. Lucky you. (laughs) But, (laughs) But for our listeners, give us a snapshot of your background and what you do at Axiom. My background is more on the technical side. I'm kind of the computer geek. I have a degree in computer science, and I began my career as a developer. Of course, at that time, when we did development, it was not just coding. It was really end-to-end from defining the problem and the requirements all through the coding and then testing. And I found that I enjoyed the discovery and problem solving, working with the end users more than the coding. And I've moved over more into the solutions and and problem solving, working with the client side. And so for the past 15, over 15 years, I've been focused on identity and data management through various roles, such as leading implementations to owning our identity products to now leading our identity strategy and consulting team. Awesome. So thank you so much. I can think of no one better to have this conversation with. But since we are going to talk specifically about identity and data in CDPs, let's do a little bit of a level set. And Gloria, can you start with the basics? What is a CDP? Sure. So a customer data platform at its very basic level is a software that unifies customer data and it's accessible by other systems. So all CDPs, they have to meet that requirement to be considered a customer data platform. But there's actually several types of CDPs too. And so you can take what they do at the basic level and unifying that data and then add on other capabilities. So you have analytics CDPs, you have campaign CDPs, and then you have the delivery CDPs that pretty much do it all. Well, should marketers think of CDPs as an answer to all their problems? And sounds like probably not. So a CDP on its own, you're right. It's not going to solve all the problems and it wasn't intended to, but it has a very specific capability. And to get the most out of your CDP, you have to have a plan in place. So my team works across all industries. And one of the first questions that we ask the brands, the the clients that we work with is, what's your vision? What's your end objective? And 95% of them will say one of two things, that they want to be data-driven or that they want to become customer-centric. And to be either one of those, you have to understand who your consumer is And you have to take control of your first party data and do that at the enterprise level. Because when you think about engaging with your customer and improving that customer experience, it is not just about marketing, okay? And being able to do the things that you do within a CDP, like doing analytics, personalizing the experience, engaging with them, 
you have to be able to bring all of that data together so you understand what the consumer is doing, enrich it with other data to be able to engage with them relevantly. If a brand doesn't have a first-party data management plan at that enterprise level, then the CDP is only going to become an additional data silo, and it's only going to perform mediocre at best. But probably out of the, the majority of the clients that we work with, you can say 50% of them are thinking about purchasing a CDP, and they want to design and plan for it. The other 50% have already invested in a CDP, and they're not getting the results that they need and require to be able to support their use cases. And so both of those, the answer is taking control of that data and building out that first-party data strategy, which includes building out an identity graph so that you can connect and bring all of that data together. So in line with that, building out your data and identity strategy, you know, we have the data guru right here with us. So Linda, how, how do you help and your team help brands understand what motivates and intrigues their customers? Well, we're able to bring together, once you've built that identity graph with the help of Axiom and people like Gloria, we help bring together the right people for the campaign, right? You bet you need to understand their capacity, their affinity, their needs, their hopes, their dreams, all of those things in order to market to them in a way that makes sense to them, right? Now that you know that I'm the same person across different devices or different times I've been on their website, you need to understand what am I truly interested in and what can I afford to buy? What do I want to buy? So that you're not wasting time and effort trying to sell me a Maserati when I have no capacity to purchase that Maserati. I'm just kind of a goofball and on your website all the time, wasting your time versus I'm on a website where I really do want to purchase and I have that ability and it is a logical progression either as a customer or as a prospect to move me down the sales funnel. Awesome. Yeah. So, so important that data enrichment that I think Gloria, you brought that up as well, that mm -hmm, just that definitely. behavioral piece alone may not be enough. Otherwise, Linda, you and I'd both be driving some amazing sports cars. <laughs> <laughs> if they made me the right offer. <laughs> so, so Gloria, isn't that something that a CDP does as well is it helps you know, translate all that into better improvement in making those offers and bringing mm -hmm. together not only the identity, but the data in a cohesive opportunity for our clients and brands to bring it all together. It does. The basic function to even be considered a CDP is data assembly, and that's unifying the data. And when you think about unifying data, it requires a key to be able to bring all of it disparate from different systems together. And so in other words, it's requiring identity. And identity isn't a strength of CDPs. The way that they typically approach identity is deterministic and at the very basic level using, is it have the same cookie, the same device, or the same email address? So it's not at the person level. And therefore, it doesn't have the ability to recognize relationships that exist between people either, like households. And if you'll remember, I mentioned a CDP is only as good as the data that feeds into it. 
So if a brand has an identity graph that provides that person in that relationship view in real time and is enriched with data, then you can enhance and improve that whole computer consumer experience with relevant personalization. And that's how the CDP knows that I purchased the dress and now I'm looking for shoes and that I can afford the luxury sports car. Awesome. Thanks. You know, thinking about all of this data that already flows through CDPs and we've talked about enriching it. I mean, obviously data is the D in CDP. It reminds me of something I once heard an industry strategist say, most data is dirtier than a kitchen sponge, which makes me want to bring up one of the less glamorous topics, but something that's really important data hygiene. Can we talk about that for just a minute and what that looks like with a CDP? The data hygiene in most CDPs is limited and they don't typically do maintenance over time. Remember, a CDP was not originally intended to be enterprise identity and master data management. And they may have some basic validation. Sometimes they have reference tables, lookup tables that can be leveraged, but they primarily rely on third-party services for improving that data quality. I challenge brands, too, to think bigger when you're building out your identity graph that informs the CDP. Data hygiene is a, a small part of it that's standardizing and validating, and you could do much more optimization on that data that's being collected. To fully optimize, use a partner that has data assets and the ability to complete gaps in the contact points that you're collecting, like postal addresses, emails, phones, all of those contact points that are going to translate into ways that you can actually connect with the consumer. Add in prospects so that you're building out your own first-party identity spine that's going to become smarter over time. All of this is just going to make your identity more powerful and what you're able to, to do and improving, enhancing those use cases. Definitely. There's so many things we could talk about here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. You go on and on and on and on. But let's talk about data okay. and the customer journey, right? Mm -hmm. Journey orchestration is a key thing with a CDP, mm -hmm. right? Next best product, right? Yes. So mm -hmm. like you said, I bought the dress. Now I need the shoes. I need the hat. I need jewelry to match it, right? To really wow them at my next event. Mm -hmm. And Axiom can help them with some of that analytics, with modeling who their current customers are, finding all the information to really make it a robust experience. And I think that's where data and identity dovetail together along with hygiene to make this product better for our clients. Absolutely. By accessing and leveraging a brand's first party identity graph and enriching with data, you'll improve the customer experience and by understanding them as a holistic person and being able to engage with relevance because you're bringing all of that data together. And in addition to improving identity management and personalization, access to an identity graph also improves reach and it enables multi-touch attribution. This can be enhanced even further by doing first-party tagging and you can do that across both your owned and your paid media. Today, in, in the way that CDPs work, they have visibility to your own site activity. But when you do first-party tagging, you can start bringing in those paid impressions so that you're able to see that full consumer journey with your brand from that initial awareness stage all the way through purchase and loyalty. So, Linda, what do you think that does to trust 
you know, that's another thing that we that we think about a lot here at Axiom. When you get that enriched and more complete view, what what do you see as you're working with with brands, um, especially regarding the relationship that they establish with their customers? In my mind, they expect you to know the consumer across mm-hmm. all touch points, right? I hate it when I go to a store, they don't know who I am. They don't realize I'm one of their best customers online. They think I'm just some random person off the street, yep. right? It, mm-hmm. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that that happens to. Like, I am somebody, right? <laughs> so treat me the way I should be treated. And then bring the trust that you've built and leverage that moving forward. And don't offer me things that aren't relevant to me. You know, the chance that I'm going to buy baby diapers is really, really low. So stop showing me that ad. Stop trying to push me in that direction when I'm clearly at a different life stage than that. So that's how Axiom can help them follow the right journey, the right path, the right next best product for their customers. I love that. Okay, so thank you both. Just because I know that we want to be able to give our audience bite-sized snippets of information, and we've given, I think, a lot to think about as folks are reflecting on their CDP journey, especially regarding identity. You mentioned next best product, and I'm going to think about last best product with our wrap-up question. So you can choose either one of these, but it's going to be for both of you, Gloria and Linda, either last song you downloaded to your playlist and why, or favorite TV show movie from, you know, recent months. I don't download a lot of songs. I know I I listen to podcasts more than I'll ever download songs. That's my husband's thing and he'll just play it for both of us, right? But We watched last night on Apple Plus TV a show called Mosquito Coast, and it's really good. And it's kept us engaged. We watched three back-to-back last night, and I think we're going to be binging it over the weekend. I have to check that out. (laughs) Me too. We're always looking for something good to watch. I would say for me, Laurel, that I do listen to a lot of music, love music. We love going to music festivals. And the last song that I downloaded was... Orville Peck and Come On Baby Cry. So, and now I'm hooked on on all of his all of his music. I love it. I don't know Orville Peck, so now I'm going to have to check out Mosquito Coast and Orville Peck. I'm I'm making some notes. For for me, I'm kind of behind and uh and I just recently finished the second season of Ted Lasso. So, love me some Ted Lasso. Mhm. It was just not my jam. I don't like sports. Really? It's not about sports. It's the it's you know, about it's, sports. It's a you... it's a human <laughs> in, you know relationship story set in a soccer context or football, whatever you want to call it. No, <sighs> I made it through the first season, but I have not watched the others. It didn't quite keep my interest enough. Really? Okay. Well, I got it. You know, my opinion: season one was better than season two, but still, I couldn't stop watching it. I was hooked. All right. Well, thank you both so much for joining us, Gloria and Linda. For our listeners, you can find all of our Data Guru podcast episodes on your favorite podcast player or on axiom.com. And we hope you tune in next time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.